Joining me is Janet Laurie from St. Malo. And Janet, I understand her brother Lawrence Kulik has just has been through so much over the last little while with a house fire in the Vida area. Can you just start by telling us the story and, and tell us what went on there? He was just sitting down to take his insulin when he smelled smoke. He went downstairs and the fire was coming out of the roof in the basement. It was a chimney fire. Because he's such a bad diabetic, he has problems to walk. He has to hold on to a wall. He made it up the stairs to try and grab a fire extinguisher, and he brought it down, and it didn't work, so he went upstairs to get another one, and he couldn't get that one out of the wall, out of its bracket. So he went down again, and he saw, he realized that it was too late, that he had to get out, and he said as he was trying to get up to the top of the stairs through the heavy smoke, he uh, could feel the fire at his heels. He quickly grabbed a cordless phone, went outside, called 911, and thank God that he gets home care three times a day because this happened around quarter to four on Tuesday the 11th. And the home care girl found him sitting on the steps just in a hoodie and no socks on, just his bare feet. His eyebrows and his head is singed and he got smoke in his lungs because he's spitting up black still. Mm-hmm. But the ambulance checked him over and he said he was okay. Uh, now, the homestead is very, very dear to all of our hearts because that's the only place we have known as home. Our parents were poor. We grew up poor on the farm. Um, Lawrence, that's probably, he's 70 years old, probably 60 years of his life was spent at that home. That's the only home he really knew. He stayed on the homestead and helped my dad with farming and then took care of my mom when my dad was gone. So he, it's, it's, he's still in shock till today. And when this fire had happened, um, his cat was sitting on the table watching him take his insulin, his buddy Nestor. And I just found out this morning, Lawrence doesn't even know that his cat is alive. He had assumed that the cat had died in the fire, but I know that the cat is alive because one of the home care girls went this morning just to check the house to see what it looks like, and the cat is alive, but he wouldn't go to her. Now I have to decide to tell Lawrence or not to tell Lawrence that his cat is alive because he can't have him to where he's staying now, and I can't have a cat to where I'm living now. It's a senior's complex. But I think it would really make Lawrence feel really, really good to know that his cat is alive and that he has been going to his neighbor's place where I think he has a girlfriend and he's been gone as much as two nights. And that neighbor, I talked to him and he said he feeds cats, stray cats, and he gives them a winter home. So I think that would be the best thing for Lawrence to know that his cat has a home. Mm. But as for Lawrence, he is a lost soul right now. He... He's used to being alone. He's used to living alone. He's not a sociable person, number one, because of his appearance. He's a very bad diabetic. He takes insulin twice a day and lots of meds. He has a problem walking because his nerves are killed in his feet. Uh, he has to hold, use a walker now, and he's like 115 pounds. He, he's a mess. And now I called Manitoba Housing this morning, and they said that they don't have such a thing as emergency um, housing in Vida, because I think Vida might be where he might want to go. It's close to home. And we are now stuck in a situation with not having a home for him. The fundraiser has raised, I believe, just around $2,000, but that's a far cry. He couldn't get insurance on the house because it had a wood heater in the basement, and he was not allowed to get insurance unless he had a proper chimney made and that would be too expensive he c- couldn't afford it so he has no insurance he has nothing now but 
the clothing he was wearing, and I'm trying to gather together clothing for him. It's just beyond explanation and devastating. Uh, we are all upset, but day by day, things will get better, I hope. He will find a home, and I hope he's strong enough that he can go through with this and make a new home for himself. He has been offered furniture, complete furniture for a home if he finds it, but that's when he finds a place. And you had said he was seven, he is 70 years old? He was 70 on February 11th, and the fire happened April 11th. Okay. And in the last little while, who, how, where has he been staying? My older brother Lloyd Kulik took him in because he has a two-bedroom. Now, I want to take him tomorrow for at least a week or more um, to give Lloyd a break because he's 79 years old. He has a hard time to look after himself, too. But people are bringing some clothes over there, and um, people are bringing him some food over there. And I'm gonna, I need to give him, my brother a break. I live in a senior's complex. I only have one bedroom, but I will give him my bedroom, make him as comfortable as possible, feed him, try to fatten him up which is impossible, and I will sleep on the couch. Uh, it's got to be a tough situation for your whole family. Well, one sister lives in Yorkton, Saskatchewan, and so she could drive out, like maybe in some, like not now, she doesn't like winter driving, and the other one lives in Quebec City. She would jump on a plane tomorrow if she could come out, but we told her at this time it's so expensive. We really don't know what really, other than to hug me and give me some support. That, that would be nice, but it's too expensive for her. Mm, yeah. Well, we, 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 we really feel for you, and, and obviously we uh, keep you in our thoughts and prayers here. And like you said, a fundraiser is going on right now, um, just around $2,000, but would that be the best way to help out is, is uh, a little bit of cash funds and, and, uh, and some prayer, I guess? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, gosh, I mean, a tough situation that you find yourself in. Thank you so much for chatting and just being so open and honest with us. Thank you very much.